How do everybody? Thank you for jumping on with us for our Your Story podcast. I got Sean Barnes with me, SVP of Legacy Life Group, Hall of Fame producer, and a good friend. And uh, as y'all know, when we do this podcast, we really try to get into the heart and soul of the person and try to figure out, you know, what are the things that kind of made them who they are today? And I think listening to this brother of deep faith and just his family, and I want to learn more. So, Sean, how how are you doing today, brother? I got you. Yeah, Mark, I'm uh, I'm great, man. Sincerely, thanks for having me on. I always enjoy chatting with you and uh, getting to rub shoulders with you, man, and catching some of your energy. So, thanks for having me on, dude. I appreciate you as well, and, and thanks for jumping on. I mean, you're. Uh, your energy is equally infectious. And, and when we, you know, before we started this podcast, we're talking and laughing hysterically about, you know, just, you know, things, uh, spiritual things and, and just journeys of life and things that, you know, we deal with as, as dads and husbands and, and men of faith. And it's it's awesome to be able to share with a with a brother of like-minded faith. And the reality is, bro, this is not an easy journey, is it? I mean, like, this is just not life. This is it's it's fruitful. It's awesome. It's there's so many things, but it's not easy. Fair enough. Fair, one hundred percent. I think the the harder it is, the more rewarding it is on the back end. All right, it's true. You know, when we think about that, and I, we think about your story, you know, and, and kind of the things you had to go through, or the things that you've learned along the journey in life, you could walk us down a path of of you know some of the, the seeds that were sown in you to make you the man you are today, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, Mark, I think what you could kind of encompass my story and, and many other people is uh, a lot of failure. Uh, one thing I learned that was a, a game changer for me is that I realized by talking with a lot of other producers that were ahead of me, uh, kind of where I wanted to get is that they all had a story behind how they were accomplishing what they were accomplishing. None of it was more talent. You know, they didn't have any special abilities, nothing like that. They just were leaning into, they were probably working harder or doing more and more activity. Like there was always uh, tangible things that I could do to get to where they were. And uh, embracing the the journey is really the key to finding success, I think, in anything. Mm, Makes sense. You know, when you start to rewind the clock and, and, and think back, you know, from whether it's parents or, you know, teachers, professors, coaches, brothers, sisters, you know, what what were some some pivotal moments along the journey growing up that kind of shaped you? Yeah, I think as I got older, um, I had to stop and actually take that moment to look at the evidence. And what I mean by the evidence is not luck, not talents and abilities, but things that I've had to overcome in my life and, and leverage those moments. So uh, what I mean is uh, growing up with a single mother who uh, raised five of us kids on McDonald's, uh, moving 25 times by the time I was 15, mm. you know, those things. And then taking that and then graduating, being the first of my siblings to graduate high school, the first in my, you know, my mom didn't get to go to college. I graduated college, Wow. you know, got married. So I took all of those negatives that I could use as an excuse to not do anything with my life. And I leveraged those. And I, and I kind of had the thought process uh, that despite those things, I'm going to accomplish or I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. 
And so I wasn't always good at kind of taking account for those things mm -hmm. and then being grateful. And I think being grateful is a huge portion of how you're going to do anything in life. You have to take time to remember the blessings that God has given you. Did that? I mean, I, 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 I can register very, very closely with that story. Not 25 times, but a lot, enough times. <laughs> you know, where some people were stable their whole life. I, we moved around a lot. And, um, I, you know, wow. So did that drive you? Was there a chip on your shoulder? Was it, was it, was it just, you know, I'm not going to let this define, like what was it that kind of allowed you to, to put a lot of that behind you? Yeah, I think one thing I can certainly hang my hat on is I just don't quit. Not to say I'm good, you know, better or worse than other people. I don't think I have, you know, a million inherently, you know, uh, inherent talents or abilities. But I think one thing I can say is I just don't quit. Even if it's something I, you know, caused, I will just push through and, and I just won't quit. Um, but on the other side, oh, I, I think there's some of my story and some of my life that does make me uh, feel as though I'm always out to prove something. So you take, I need to prove something with don't quit. And I feel like that's a pretty good hmm. combination. Hmm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, at, at age, in your teenage years, what were you looking to prove? Uh, sports. Um, I think I was looking for a lot of validation. And to be honest, I didn't always find it in the right sources. Um, I think my faith really played a huge portion of that. You know, when I became a believer and, and I started down my own spiritual journey through my teenage years, that uh, that validation I got from serving the Lord uh, played a huge portion into my life. But then also finding, uh, you know, there's an area in my life that I wasn't fortunate enough to be taught you know, just by maybe my own father or, or things like that, I was able to latch on to uh, other men and get those qualities that I needed when it came to work ethic, when it came to uh, positive attitude, all of these things, I found people to look up to and learn from them. And I just became coachable. And sometimes that backfired and I maybe latched on to the wrong person. But mm. I think overall, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you were coachable. <laughs> yeah, I think overall, that was a big portion is just finding people to lean into so I can learn those skills that I needed. How did you find those people? Um, I think I just kept moving and I think a lot of times, Mark, people like that found me mm. and I, I don't, I'm not a real big believer in luck. I mm. think you just keep moving and you find good things because you, you know, when I was in the way, the Lord found me, right? Mm. So the Bible says, and I think you just keep moving and along the journey, it feels as though you got lucky, but in all reality, you just kept moving. When you get knocked down, you get back up, you keep moving and you, you run into and bump into these things that, um, that feel lucky. But I think to kind of address your question uh, specifically, I think a lot of my teenage years, I was looking for acceptance and validation. 
validation in my manhood, validation in who I was as a person, validation in uh, am I good enough, uh, trying to find self-confidence and things like that. So I think that ultimately was what I was out to prove. Wow. Well, did you ever feel like you proved that at some point? Or did you ever feel like, I don't need to prove this anymore? Did you have both phases mm. or are you still doing that? If I can be transparent, I think deep down inside, there's still a little level mm. of that chip. Mm. But oftentimes what I, what I have to do, and my wife actually helped me learn this, is that like you have to stop and take stock of the things you've done, look at the evidence, mm. and then just let that speak for itself. Mm. Whether you think you deserve anything, to make a good income, whether, you know, whether you deserve, think you deserve to have the family you have, the house, the car, the life, whatever, the evidence is what has to speak. And if you've got no evidence, then you have no right to feel mm. as such, mm. to be fair. But if you've pushed through and you haven't quit and you've overcome things in your life, you have every right to at least take evidence in that and let that be the measure of your life. Almost as a redefinition. I think so. I think ultimately your validation needs to come from the Lord, you know, mm -hmm. what the Lord says about you. But I think when it comes to external validation, if that matters to people, um, to me, I think it, it does matter. You know, I, I like, I do care about what people think of me. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for your own inherent self-confidence, you know, you have to take stock of the things that you have done and overcome and let those things be the validator, not man's opinion because it's never going to be good enough. There's right. always going to be someone who's better, right. done more, bigger, yeah. stronger, faster, but that doesn't matter. That's their journey. Right. You have to do, you have to walk your path. Mm. And I think that's very important. I think so too. I love it. Um, how old were you when you got married? 25. How long have you been married? Yep. It'll be seven years in December. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, how has that relationship impacted or imprinted on your life, your values? Obviously, it changes you to become one. Mm -hmm. But how has that um, process, you know, molded you? Sure. I think the moment, so I got married at 25. My daughter was born um, just over a year later, year and a half later. And those two moments gave me a new level of responsibility mm -hmm. that I just never had to carry. I think I had a good work ethic. I think I had some of the tools that I have now that I use as a husband and a father. But I think those two things gave me a reason to develop them. If I was just single, I mean, what, like what purpose do you have? Making money is very fickle. Um, success is very fickle. But when you're doing it because you have people to take care of, people to that lean on you, whether it's staff or family or or whoever, if people depend on you, that gives you this profound, you know, purpose in life that if you do nothing else but do just good at providing for your family, you're a success in my opinion. I love it. Um when you think about where you were when you got married and where you are now. Was there a point that you were that you were scared <laughs> um, for what you you know you said you had your daughter a year and a half later? Was there a point where you were 
mm-hmm. nervous or afraid um, of 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 this thing called life or, or facet of it. Yeah, I think if I can think of a singular moment where I kind of realized, like, dude, you got to kind of step <laughs> it up. It was actually <laughs> after I started in the business. Okay, um, there were moments early on where you know i think some of it came natural like i was good i felt like i was a good dad i wanted to be a good dad and things like that but there was actually a moment i had um i was in insurance i had just started brand new and i drove out i was doing everything wrong like literally everything wrong i i was buying like 25 internet leads you know a day giving them to a dialer (laughs) and then running like two appointments and realizing i wasn't making any sales (laughs) So it was one day I drove two, it was crazy, drove two hours to run one appointment and I didn't sell it. And that was a very like depressing moment. Like what else did I expect in all fairness? But I remember driving home on that lonely drive, realizing like I have no more money for leads. (laughs) The one, the one, like the one presentation that was supposed to change my life didn't show up. How in the world am I going to go home? I just had my, uh, my son was a newborn, but I was like, how in God's name, am I going to drive home, look my wife and my daughter in the eyes and say that I failed? That cannot happen. Whoa. That moment for me, I wish would have happened like sooner, Mm. but I'm glad it did. And it, it gives me goosebumps just like remembering like, sorry, like how I felt in that moment. And I think I can hinge a lot of what I've accomplished in the industry, like just with that pressure that I put on myself in that moment. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, as a man with a young wife, two kids, or, you know what I mean? Like the pressure is immense. Like you, you, you know, at a point, you 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 have to stop. You realize, like, I cannot play games with this. You know, I, I don't. I'm way out here. I'm like, you know, I'm way out in the ocean. There's nobody's coming to save me. <laughs> you know, I'm either swimming to the shore with everything I got, or it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? That's what I just sensed from you. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. but you turned it on. What what about that moment? What exactly did you turn on? I think I had a realization that no one was coming to save me. And if I continue to have, in a sense, like a welfare mentality, like, hey, man, if it doesn't work, someone will just help me out. Hmm. Like, I'm never going to be what I can be wow. in any area of my life. And so from that moment on, whether or not I got help, that was a byproduct, but I realized like everything was going to rise and fall on what I was going to wake up and do every single day. And if I fail, then I have to take accountability for that. If I succeed, I have to just understand I can't put too much stock in that. And I just have to wake up and get back to work. That right there, Sean, is why we tell people you cannot prejudge who you hire. You cannot, you, you know, you hire someone super, they're going to kill it. You hire someone that, now I don't know if they'll do it. Bro, you don't know what anyone's going to do. 
I don't know that you're going to have that moment and when you're going to have that moment and what you're going to do when you have that moment. I have no idea. You may never have had that moment. You may still be playing around with this thing. You had that moment, switch went on, boom, lights out. You figured it out. You figured out that, hey, I can provide for my family at the level I want to provide for my family inside this business at FFL. And that's your moment. <laughs> no one could have had that moment for you. Nobody, that moment could not be replaced. That moment is sacred to you. It's, it's, it's to the point where, you know, there's joy and pain with that moment. You know what I'm saying? You know, so when you had that moment, whoever hired you, in this case, Gabe, he, at that, at that moment, and only you know this, number one, he's validated. But number two, you make him look good. <laughs> like, because you guys are friends, but at the end of the day, he gave you an opportunity. Right. And it's like, what if he didn't give you that opportunity? And people all the time are trying to wrestle with, like, who's going to do it? Who's not? I don't know who's going to die. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Sean Barnes is going to be sitting in his car saying I can't go home to my wife and kids. And and all of a sudden it's like you're a complete stud. I'm glad we're friends in business and we know each other. But that's your moment. I don't know when I didn't. That's the first time I heard you had that moment. We've been in the business three plus, more than three years. It's like, this is this is beautiful. This is a beautiful struggle, man. This is it, man. So believe it in people, you know? Giving people enough belief in, in themselves. Giving people enough belief that they can tend to believe in themselves at points, which is what you did, man. So when you think about that moment to where you are today and what, you know, you have used, you know, this vehicle, insurance, FFL, um, legacy life. What do you, what do you, um, what comes to mind? What do you, what do you reflect on? What do you think about? Yeah. Um, if I can kind of insert something to piggyback off of what you said, I think every agent, I think in any business, but let's say just in life in general, you have to have that moment. I think there's like a law that says you, whether it's early, I feel bad for the ones who don't get it early because at some point they're going to just have that moment. And this business coming to you easy is just an illusion because who you are today, no matter how talented you are at selling insurance out of the gate, you're not at the level you can get to. And in order for you to level up, you do have to have a moment that you look back and go, that moment was a game changer for me. And typically it's a failure and it hurts and it sucks. And how you handle that moment is going to determine on where you level up to, in my opinion. Um, but what I reflect on is three years ago, before I found insurance or before insurance found me, you know, my wife is at the grocery store trying to figure out which credit card to max out to buy groceries. We haven't had that talk mm. since. Mm. That's what I reflect on. I reflect mm. on, you know, I, I guess I could go down the, this long line of things that are, you know, in ways our life has changed. But I also look at the people I've gotten to meet, um, what this business has forced me to do as far as personal development and who I've turned into, uh, my mindset and things like that. And I didn't ask, it just forced me to. You had to. I wasn't going to survive. 
Um, I reflect on um, the fact that I'm able to give the way I can. And I don't want to say freedom because I don't, I don't feel like I have freedom mm. yet. You know, that's, I guess that whatever that looks like, mm -hmm. that's the end goal, so to speak. But I think the journey um, is, you know, three years ago before I started this, I, I couldn't have imagined this journey, but here we are. And I just have to be grateful that God has allowed me to, to walk this path. I was actually talking to Hayden the other day and um, he was like, you know, there's a difference between financial freedom and wealth creation, you know, and financial freedom is being able to make decisions without having to think about it financially and because you have it, right? And wealth is something different. It's just something different because of the accumulation and, you know, the wisdom and things to do. And I think I know what you're saying when you say you don't feel like you have freedom. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. You have a mission. You're you're building your mission. You're, you haven't reached the pinnacle that you want to reach yet. You're still building and grinding. You have done some amazing things, right? And um, as you're building your business and growing, you know, you have two amazing kids, one on the way. Congratulations, mm -hmm. by the way. Thank and you. when you think about Sean Barnes, the man, Sean Barnes, the husband, Sean Barnes, the father, you know, who's out there, you know, trying to figure it out every single day, trying to take another yard, another inch, another, you know, piece of the pie. What inspires you day in and day out? I think if you could use one word to, you know, if I, you know, legacy life group, if I would say, how do I, what, what do I want my legacy to be? Um, I would say uh, resilience. I think there's a lot you can accomplish if you simply just don't quit. Mm. You don't have to have any talents, no abilities, mm. nothing. If you just simply do not quit, I feel like sky's the limit. We're going to put that on your grave, brother. That is your life mantra. Do not quit. My man, Sean Barnes. Man, I appreciate you so much, bro. Love you. Love your story. Love your family. Love what you represent. Thank you for joining me today, brother. Appreciate you, Mark. Thanks for letting me hop on. God bless you all. Sean Barnes, your story podcast. Thank you, brother. Mm -hmm.